0: What's the last thing that we do at Mass? The last thing. The end of the Mass. Go in peace. Ever ever thought about why? What does that mean? Does that mean, um, hey, praise God, like that we're done with the Mass. Go, now you can have peace in your week. Does that mean, get out of here so we can turn the air conditioning and the, light off, the lights off? No. What does that mean? Go in peace at the end of Mass. Several years ago, when the Roman Missal was revised, the, the book that we use for Mass, and when the new translations began to come out, Pope Benedict added two options for what we could say at the end of Mass. We can say, go in peace. Or we could say, go in peace, glorifying the Lord with your life. Or, Pope Benedict added, we could choose to say, go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. The very last thing that we do in Mass is we say, go, yes, go, get out of here, but go in peace. Go and share with others the peace which you have received. You and I come to Mass and we hear the Word of God. God spoke to us. That changes us. You and I come here and if we're in a state of grace, we receive the Holy Eucharist. God Himself, body, blood, soul, and divinity the Prince of Peace, the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. So go and announce that peace. Yes, a peace that sometimes leads to division, like we heard last week when people don't accept the King of the Universe and don't accept Jesus Christ and don't accept His Church. But nonetheless, the peace of God in the reign of God. Like Pope St. Pius declared. Wow! What a gift. What a privilege. To hear God say, go. And to do it. You ever thought about why we have Mass in Morgan City, Louisiana? You ever thought about how we know about Jesus in Morgan City, Louisiana? Think about it. God revealed Himself to a very small group of people in the ancient Near East 4,000 years ago. God revealed Himself to a small group of people 4,000 years ago on the other side of the planet. Yet we in Morgan City today have the privilege and the blessing of having been baptized. Have the privilege and the blessing of knowing Jesus Christ. Because God said to Abraham, go, and he went. And to Isaac and to Jacob and to David and to Elijah and to Isaiah, and to Matthew, and to Mark, and to Luke, and to John, and to Peter, and to Andrew, and to Bartholomew, and to Thomas, and to all the apostles, to Francis Xavier, to Ignatius Loyola, to all the people in the world who have come and brought the Gospel to you and to me. They heard go, and they went. Who in your life did that for you? Who brought you the gospel? Of course it was whoever brought us to baptism for most of us in here. Maybe not all of us, but for most of us our parents when we were children. There's usually other people too. For me it was my grandma. Her her birthday was yesterday, and I'm thinking about my grandma and um My grandma went to daily mass when she was healthy enough to do so. She's not anymore, but Uh, She went to daily Mass. And I remember growing up, watching my grandma go to daily Mass and say, there's something special about going to Mass. There's something special about praying and about encountering Jesus. My grandma, in, in, in the way that God called her in Church Point, Louisiana, like heard God say, go, and she went. And that changed my life. There's a a young man who was older than me. Uh he was uh, several years older than me when I was in high school and uh his his name's Derek. He's actually a priest now and he um, he heard the Lord's call to talk about Jesus to the young people in Church Point. And and we got to know each other and 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 Derek he he answered all my questions about the faith. And He brought me to adoration. And He brought me to Bible study. And it's a whole lot because of Him. Because He mentored me. As we move forward in youth formation, discipleship, and in discipleship formation for adults, we're going to talk a lot about mentor. Derek mentored me. He taught me the faith. He he showed me the faith. He heard, go. And He went. Who's done that for you? And how can you do that for others? The prophet Isaiah in the Bible prophesies God is coming. He's coming to gather all the nations. People of every language. Like people, not just in the Near East, and not just in Asia, and not just in Europe, and not just in Africa, but people all the way in Morgan City. Who live in your houses. Who work at your places of business. Whom you and I meet when we go to Rouse's or Walmart or Canadas. He sends us out. All the nations. Including our little city here in South Louisiana. I know their works and their thoughts and I am coming to gather them all. About 500 years ago, there was a man named Francis. Francis uh, was privileged enough to go to college 500 years ago and he was at the University of Paris. While Francis was at the University of Paris, he met a man named Ignatius who had fallen in love with Jesus Christ. Ignatius and Francis began to become friends and uh, and they liked to play pool. Some things have not changed in college. And as they played pool, uh, Ignatius was, had been telling Francis about this retreat that God had revealed to him. And Ignatius said, look, you need to go on this retreat. And I'm paraphrasing. And Francis said, no, I don't want to go on your retreat. And Ignatius said, all right, if I beat you at pool, will you go on my retreat? And Francis said, of course you can't beat me in pool. Yeah, if you beat me, it's a bet, I'll go on the retreat. Ignatius beat Francis, Francis went on a retreat, Francis fell in love with Jesus, and Ignatius and Francis and a group of other, other young men uh, formed this, this company of Jesus. So they called themselves, or uh, sometimes it's translated a society of Jesus. We call them the Jesuits. They eventually found themselves in Rome. They submitted themselves to the mission of the church under the direction of the Holy Father, of the Pope. And they went out. They went out to preach the Gospel. They heard God's call to go because they fell in love with Him. And they went. And Francis, he heard God's call to go, not just anywhere, but to go towards China. So Francis, he he heard the call to go towards China and... uh, you know, 500 years ago, if you're going to go to China, you ain't coming back. He's never going to see Europe again. He's never going to see his family again. He was never going to see his best friend Ignatius ever again. And as they parted, Ignatius said to Francis, his best friend whom he was never going to see again, Go, set the world on fire. And that's what Francis did. He never actually made it all the way to China. he. Uh, but he evangelized wherever he stopped. He evangelized in the islands. He evangelized in India. He evangelized in Japan. He evangelized everywhere he stopped on his way to China. He did set the world on fire. He was the greatest evangelist in the world since St. Paul because he heard God say, Go! And he went. What about you? What about me? We don't have to go to China. We can do it here. 69% of Catholics, Pew Research told us last month, do not believe in the Eucharist. 69% of Catholics, Catholics, do not believe that Jesus Christ is truly present body, blood, soul, and divinity. In the Eucharist. How many people in our families, in our town, in our spheres of influence, don't know the gift of God in Jesus Christ? That's people in the church, that's people outside the church, that's people who used to be in the church, that's people who never come to church, that's people, believe it or not, they exist, who never even heard of Jesus, who never even heard of the message of the gospel. There's all these people, all these lost sheep. in our families, in our town, in our workplaces, in our city. And at the end of Mass, every single Sunday, in fact, every day, God says, Go. Are you willing to set the world on fire? Here's the last thing. Jesus calls these people to whom we're going, lost sheep. And St. Augustine, who lived a long time before St. Francis Xavier and St. Ignatius, St. Augustine had this to say. He knew that searching after lost sheep was going to be hard. He knew that going and spreading the Gospel is going going to be hard. He said, hey, I'm willing to do it. I shall recall the straying I shall seek the lost. Whether they wish it or not, I shall do it. And should the brambles of the forest tear at me when I seek them, I shall force myself through all straits. I shall pull down all hedges. So far as the God whom I fear grants me the strength, I shall search everywhere. I shall recall the straying. I shall seek after those on the verge of being lost. No matter what stands in our way, might we hear God's command to go. And might we, by His grace, set the world on fire. Amen.